This is a Galactic Network podcast. Galactic Radio. I'm Dave Nelson. Here's what happened this week. People are rediscovering the series Unsolved Mysteries via Amazon Prime. And now the creators are looking to get the show back off the ground. During a Reddit AMA, the pair said they're working to set up meetings and try and get a new version of Unsolved Mysteries on the air, reaching out to networks to see if there's any interest in ordering new shows. So let's keep our fingers crossed. For the first time ever, the atmosphere around an Earth-like world in orbit around a distant star has been directly detected by scientists. How awesome is that? The planet is believed to have a particularly thick atmosphere consisting of water, methane, or a mixture of both. Unfortunately, the surface temperature exceeds 370 Celsius, meaning the chances of life existing are pretty slim. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are teaming up with Robert Kirkman to bring The Walking Dead creator's comic book Invincible to the big screen for Universal Pictures. The comic book, which has been around since 2003, follows Mark Grayson, a normal high school student whose father is the most powerful superhero on the planet, and he too will inherit his own set of superpowers. No release date has been set as of yet. And finally, Google plans to fight fake news by adding fact-check labels to some of the results in its search engine. If you search for something and a story from a credible fact-checking source like PolitiFact or Snopes comes up, it will get that label. Google News has had the feature since October. Facebook also recently implemented their own tools to fight against fake news. And welcome to the Movie Man's Movie Minute. Today we are taking a look at the 1982 cult action film Megaforce, the story about a rapid deployment defense unit that is called into action whenever freedom is threatened. Here we have Barry Boswick starring as Ace Hunter, the leader of the Megaforce, who takes on the evil Guerrera, played by Henry Silva, accompanied by the actor who played Ilya in Star Trek The Motion Picture. What you have is a formula for a real cheesy action film that was a G.I. Joe movie before we ever got G.I. Joe. Yes, that's right. You have really wild action scenes in here with really cool practical effects, a mixture of miniatures along with actually built vehicles that look something right out of the G.I. Joe cartoon. Barry Boswick delivers his lines with the cheesiness that you would expect and he is a great compliment to Henry Silva who also plays it up. Also look for Edward Mulhair from Knight Rider who also makes an appearance. I highly recommend this to anyone who enjoys a cheesy action film. If you want to catch more of my reviews check it out at specialmarkproductions.com or on the Twitter at specialmarkpro. Hello I'm Gregor Sprague and this is Galactic Radio's poll list and these are just a few of the comics coming out for the week of April 5th 2017. DC Comics has Batman number 20, written by Tom King, with art by Danny Mickey and David Finch. I am Bane Finale. In this epic climax, there is no going back. No more tricks, no more allies, just Batman and Bane. When the final blood spills, nothing will ever be the same for the Dark Knight. 
Superman number 20, written by Patrick Gleason and Peter J. Tomasi, with art by Mick Gray and Patrick Gleason. Superman Black, part one, a Superman reborn aftermath tie-in. As the smoke clears, the Kents are faced with leaving Hamilton to go back to Metropolis, but someone or something doesn't want them to leave. Batman and Robin discover something is mysteriously wrong with the son of Superman. He's losing his powers. And my pick of the week is Harley Quinn number 17, main story written by Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor with art by John Timms, and the backup story written by Paul Dini and Jimmy Palmiotti with the backup art done by Brett Blevins. Deadly Sin Part 1. The twisted Harley Sin's been released from prison, and she's looking to hurt Harley in a whole new way by going after someone she loved and lost. And to make this issue extra unmissable, a brand new backup story begins set in Harley's earliest days with the Joker and co-written by one of Harley's original creators, Paul Dini. Harley Loves Joker kicks off as Harley makes the biggest mistake of her burgeoning criminal career, accidentally revealing the location of Mr. J's hideout. Image Comics has Black Cloud number one, written by Ivan Brandon and Jason Latour, with art by Greg Hinkle and Matt Wilson. Zelda was born in a world of dreams, and hers burned bigger than anyone had ever seen. Now she's on the run in our world, the dream's broken in her hands, but the pieces are for sale. The rich and powerful are buying, and suddenly her world isn't the only place Zelda's running from. From the creators that brought you Spider-Gwen, Southern Bastards, and Drifter, and the incredible colorists of The Wicked and the Divine, comes the place where dreams come true, and today, they go to war. And the We Stand on Guard trade paperback. A story by Brian K. Vaughn, with art by Steve Scrooge. Saga writer Brian K. Vaughn teams with Hollywood storyboard artist Steve Scrooge for a subverse, action-packed military thriller. Set 100 years in our future, We Stand on Guard follows a heroic band of Canadian civilians turned freedom fighters who must defend their homeland from invasion by a technologically superior opponent, the United States of America. Collect We Stand on Guard number 1 through 6 in trade paperback for the very first time. Marvel Comics has Hawkeye number 5, written by Kelly Thompson with art by Michael Walsh. What would Jay Jones do? New story arc here, folks. Everything is coming up Kate. She's got the fancy new Hawkeye Investigations window sign, a burgeoning PI business, albeit a temporarily unlicensed one, new friends, and even some promising even some promising looking love interests on the horizon. So when her mentor Jessica Jones surfaces in LA on a case, Kate jumps at the chance to learn from the master and show off, obviously. But the City of Angels has long history with crushing dreams. And Royals number one. Penned by fan favorite Al Ewing, he's written The Ultimates, New Avengers, Loki, Agent of Asgard, and drawn by the white-hot John Boy Myers, he's drawn Teen Titans and Spawn, Royals is a Marvel-style space epic that takes the inhuman royal family and plunges them into the unknown. The knowledge they seek could change the course of inhuman destiny, but it cannot be attained without cost. For at the end of days, the last inhuman tells the tale of how seven left Earth for the stars, but only six returned. And these are my picks of the week. You can go find these at your local comic book store, and at the very least, you can find them on Comixology. I'm Gregor Sprague. This has been The Pull List. Dave, what's up next? It's time for obsessions, things that people around the world were really into this week. First off, the death of Don Rickles. The legendary comic, who was famous for his insults, died Thursday at his home in Los Angeles of kidney failure. He was 90 years old. Tributes came pouring in, including a very touching one from late-night talk show host Jimmy Kimmel. Watch it via the link in our show notes. Next up, Kendall Jenner's Pepsi commercial. The soda company debuted and then quickly pulled the 
tone-deaf ad starring the model, which was criticized for trivializing social justice protests. Pepsi has since apologized for the content itself and to Jenner for putting her in a difficult position. Last but not least, the U.S. launches Tomahawk missiles against military targets in Syria after civilians were targeted and the victims of chemical weapons by the Assad regime. Could this mean a war between the Western world and Russia, who are backers of the Syrian government? Yeah, let's hope not. Welcome to today's Applicably Galactic App Reviews. With the warmer weather of spring and summer returning, it's maybe time to shed some of that insulation we've put on over the winter. One way for getting back into fighting trim is bicycling. And how surprised would you be if I told you I've got an app that will help you with your bike training? Not at all? Really? Good for you. You've been paying attention. Matt My Ride is an app from Under Armour that can monitor your workouts both on bike and on foot. Using your device's GPS, the app tracks every workout detail, including a map of the route, distance, duration, average speed, and elevation changes. After the workout, click the Analyze button and get graphs for speed and elevation changes throughout the course. With an MVP account, you can also get graphs for cadence and power graphs. The app also allows you to keep track of your food intake to help you remain healthy and share your progress with your friends so you can tell who's gone the farthest, the fastest, and up the steepest climbs. If you're looking for a way to keep track of your exercises, Matt My Ride should be riding with you. I'm Peter Fisher from Blazing Caribou's I'd App That, and this has been today's Applicably Galactic App Review! Hello, I'm Daryl, and this is Random Fandom, a celebration of people's passions. Well, I think it's only fair with this particular fandom to start halfway through. See if you know what I'm on about. Within the story, Browncoat is the name given to the independent faction who fought against the Alliance in a war that ends six years before the particular show I'm referring to begins. Not unlike the southern states during the Civil War, the Browncoats fought for sovereignty and the right to their own government. And like the South, they lost. Okay, now really, who, who are we on about? Outside the story are us. The fans. The Browncoats resemble more than a little... The disenfranchised crew of the show. And not unlike Mal and Zoe who refuse to lay down in defeat and accept the choices that the Alliance has left us, they made our own path. They continued to fight for what they want. For what we feel was taken from us. Still no clue? Or maybe you're a brown coat and you know exactly what I'm on about. Maybe you know I mean Firefly. The brown coats are the fans of Firefly, loyal from the first time they saw it, willing to go the extra mile to support it, trying to find meaningful ways to put their fanaticism to good use. Are you a brown coat? One way to definitely distinguish between regular fans of the show and the brown coats. You see, a fan is, well, it's just someone who watches the show and likes it. Simple enough, yeah? But a brown coat is much more of a fan activist. Someone who 
has sent postcards or an email or has written a review or donated money for something Firefly related. A brown coat is taking the next step. Instead of just saying, hey, what a great show. Oh well, too bad it was cancelled. The brown coat says, that. What can I do to keep Firefly going? A brown coat's not satisfied with the way things are and takes actions to make things the way they want them. A fan can be passive. A brown coat never is. Brown coats themselves make up several of many online Firefly communities who have been actively involved in their support of the show. Their love and devotion to the show and all that's involved has continued on beyond and despite the cancellation, growing and gaining new fans, new brown coats every day. While Firefly is still the cornerstone that brings everyone together, other commonalities have been found that keep them together. Their regard, their camaraderie for each other. They're a relatively close online community and with each passing shindig, they become closer in real life too. Whatever the brown coat's difference is, whether they're American, British, Venezuelan, wherever they come from, there's one thing that will always remain the same. Faith and hope in Firefly's future. The backing music to Random Fandom was kindly provided by the Feslian Studios. Now my own particular fandom is Doctor Who. Join me each week on the Galactic Network for Who Knew and Review. Thanks for joining us again for another edition of Galactic Radio. I'm Dave Nelson. You can follow me on Twitter at Dave Nelson Voice. Have a great week. Talk to you again next time. Monkey Warhol provided our music and Blazing Caribou did the cover art. For more about them, show notes, feedback information, how to subscribe, social network links and more, go to gncasts.com slash galactic radio. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. 